0: Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to episode 249 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from February 2nd, 2018, titled Employee Complaints About Lean in Healthcare, Even at Some of the Best Organizations. Now, recently, I blogged about some employee complaints related to rotating day and night shifts at the Toyota San Antonio plant. In that post, I mentioned that employees who post on Glassdoor.com and other sites might not be a representative sample of the full employee population. So with that in mind, though, what happens when we search the Glassdoor surveys of some well-known lean hospitals, quote-unquote? I posted a few of those employee comments on LinkedIn the other day. Um, it was a short post that's received over 50,000 views and uh, prompted a lot of discussion. One of the employee comments about a health system that uh, many would consider to be a longtime leader in lean healthcare care said, uh, the, the employee complaint read, Management needs to have a better understanding of the work because this health system's lean culture changes are made on a continual basis by people not in the work and who don't understand who is all impacted by the change, end of quote. Now, as I said on LinkedIn, in a lean culture, improvement is supposed to be done with people or by people. It's not supposed to be done to them. Here's another sad comment from a different well-known lean hospital. It says uh, the hospital has gone too far in its attempt to cut costs. Many behind the scenes employees work in squalor and are treated like slaves. They are encouraged to skip lunch and breaks and are in constant fear of being fired. As a new employee, it only takes a few days to realize that you will be asked to commit harikari if you make an honest mistake. That is the Japanese parentheses lean way, end of quote. Well, no, no. I mean, the the lean way doesn't blame or punish individuals for an honest mistake. I don't understand how the leaders in these organizations um, maybe misunderstand lean or or maybe didn't bother to learn. If even one employee has this perception, I, I guess perception is the reality, as they say, we need to do better. Another employee comment says, there is so much focus on lean and no focus on building better managers. Well, that's sad to hear. I mean, lean is supposed to focus on developing people, including managers. Lean is a different way of leading and managing, not just set a set of tools or projects. Now, are those comments representative of what most employees think? Well, probably not. But even if, uh, if even a handful of employees have major and understandable issues with what they're experiencing with lean, then that represents an opportunity for improvement. Do these organizations need to be more consistent with what lean really is? Do they need to invest in additional or more capable coaches for those leaders who are perhaps misunderstanding or misapplying lean? I mean, we're 20 years into the lean movement in healthcare, but there are still way too many organizations where lean is limited to relatively trivial things, including straightening up the workplace or having daily huddles at the front line. I'd say a majority of those organizations that are, quote unquote, implementing lean don't have executives who are actively learning about lean, yet alone teaching it or modeling the behaviors we'd want to see in an effective lean culture. So what health systems are these employee comments about? Well, it kind of makes me harken back to a scene from the movie Fight Club. A major one, as is, the uh, is Ed Norton character said in the movie. Actually, it's major ones. Here's some of the comments from LinkedIn about my post and those employee comments. Kevin Potts wrote, Leaders should be the teachers and developers of their direct reports in Lean. This can't happen if the leader is vacant or misinformed on Lean. Who was or where is the teacher of the leader? What is their understanding of lean? Good, good questions. Terence T. Burton wrote, many of these and similar comments are testimony to a failed lean approach in healthcare. Many consultants simply ported over the tools and methodologies for manufacturing and implemented lean as, quote unquote, imposed improvement program. They did not take the time to understand the unique healthcare industry and adapt continuous improvement to a very different organization and cultural environment. I, too, have heard many comments like, we finished lean five years ago, and I've heard about the silly lean demonstrations like setting up a pole system to replenish yogurt and pudding on the floors, having nurses wear a rainbow of color-coded bracelets, and many other things that have not impressed the docs and clinician staff. Lean is viewed by many as getting in the way of patient care. I went for blood work a few weeks ago and talked to the nurse about the hospital's previous Lean initiative. She said, I'm glad it's over and don't want anything to do with Lean. So the big question, how do you resurrect Lean and CI in healthcare as the accepted daily cultural standard of thinking and working? The need for improvement did not go away. It's greater than ever before. James C. Larson wrote, A big part of the problem is Six Sigma and Lean are often used as tools for the self-aggrandizement of an elite few. These people espouse values like quality and patient-centeredness, but what they really value is power and money. The true value creators in healthcare are the people who get the job done. The doctors, nurses, techs, housekeepers, cooks, aides, billers, etc. When executives and managers value these people, that's when the magic happens. Kenneth Stem wrote, The failures of lean are caused by the same reasons for the failure of TQM back in the 80s. A vast majority of upper management views lean as a set of tools to be implemented. Deming used to rail against the whole concept of implementing quality management. The same thing is happening now. Sadly, most upper managers believe they already know all there is to know and therefore fail to realize that their job is to deliver value to the customer, develop people, and drive out waste throughout the organization. Many would agree. But what most managers do not understand is that there is no known answer how to specifically do each of those. In other words, we must learn. I would add we we must practice lean, which is why a number of us wrote a book called Practicing Lean, which you can find at www.practicinglean.com, by the way. And his comment reminded me about, uh, I think, uh, a still relevant book from 1994 about TQM failure, something that I blogged about, and you can find a link um, to that blog post. The parallels between TQM failures and uh, lean failures, you can go to leanblog.org audio 249. Uh, a few other comments here. Um, Todd McCann wrote, people who do the work should be the idea generators to improve the work. If they need help, leaders clear the way, not stand in the way or create barriers for patient care. Management of change outside the span of control should be managed, and leaders should be stepping up to ensure positive outcomes. Focus on the patient. Well said. Uh, Final comment, um, Holly Barrett. um, She wrote, as the leader of a large global organization, I became a lean student and zealot the day I participated in a structured direct observation of work performed by some of my more junior finance employees. Um, I'll add a comment. This was at Intel, where Holly worked for a long time. Tapping into those experts using Kaizen events to improve the quality and efficiency of the work was invaluable. The results far exceeded those a top-down approach would have delivered, and with minimal resistance to the changes because the buy-in was, quote unquote, designed in. So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts and reactions are. And you can go to leanblog.org audio 249 to join the conversation.